Welcome to the Victory Art Podcast. Here, we bring together industry experts and inspiring artists from Central and Eastern Europe to give you a glimpse into the art world. Good evening, everybody. Uh, my name is Victoria Pikowska, and I'm the founder of Victory Art. And I would love to welcome you all here today at uh, our first event, Art Talk, which we're organizing with this amazing company, Room King. And uh, I'm super excited about this new co-partnership, which we just recently started. Uh, as I mentioned, this is our first event. And uh, definitely do not hesitate to ask us all the questions, give us suggestions, and the most important, enjoy it. Uh, as you can see, as I, and as I mentioned already, we're a Victory Art team, and our main role is to actually support talented artists from Central and Eastern Europe. Uh, Victory Art started as a small company, or as actually very, very small startup, and right now, uh, we are uh, growing very uh, to, to different countries, and at this point, we're representing artists from more than 12 countries. Uh, the number of artists is over 100, and we're hosting more than 1,500 artists on our platform. Victory Art um, is supposed to be a tool for artists to actually come and enter the global art market and to show to the world how talented they are. But we're not just a company which is um, which is uh, helping artists to actually go global, but we have a small, very strong values, core values, which we very much value. Um, so one of our values is strong sense of community because Eastern Europe used to be this place where people couldn't get attention. They were always um, uh, always literally punished for creating admiring art pieces. So that's why we want to actually offer these artists a sense of community and belonging and safe space so they know that whether they want to express something they like or they don't like, they can really do it. I know that there are a few people who actually already came to our platform and checked us out and could see that we are supporting as well disabled artists. We had the chance to cooperate with Standing Cup and very talented people uh, who are deaf and blind at the same time. And the only way how they can express themselves is through art. Another thing is that uh, innovation is key for us. Uh, that's actually where we're connecting strongly with Roomkey. Uh, Roomkey is a tech company. You can see that this is a very, very new concept. And this is nothing like uh, just doing basic video calls or doing basic conference. This is something very, very interactive. And if you have a chance to actually enter the stage, you could see how amazing it is to, to interact with, with people this way. <laughs> so, um, Innovation is very important for us and for Ronki as well. And uh, some people might think how we can actually connect art with tech. 
and we found way how to connect it. When you come to our website, at this point, you can check art pieces in AR. So if you're, if you're actually on iOS, so iPhone or iPad, uh, you can go to the website, go, for example, to Andrea's profile and check her art pieces and see her art pieces in AR. This is brand new thing. So definitely go check it out. You, you will love it. And the most important thing out of them all is integrity. A lot of people are scared to buy art pieces. A lot of people are scared to actually enter art market because they feel like there is this kind of uh, lack of knowledge which is out there. But this is where Victory Art steps in and helps young people. As I mentioned before, with, uh, with the whole inclusion, we're very, very socially responsible. And number one thing for us is to help our artists educate them and really show to the world how talented they are. At the same time, we're offering uh, different art pieces with different price range, which starts from as low as 70 euros and go as high as 6,000 euros. So you really can can uh, choose what you love. And regarding the personalizations, uh, we know that every single person is unique. And that's why we're always uh, creating, for example, art pieces or creating programs especially for uh, for our clients or partners or artists needs. <laughs> I mentioned before that we have artists from more than 12 countries and this is where they are located. So at this point they're located really all over the Europe. So even if you are artists from you know, Central and Eastern Europe or if you know someone who is very very talented and you think that they should get a chance, let us know. Let them know that Victory Art is here for them. Uh, another thing is that <laughs> our our goal is to support artists who are creating very unique art pieces. So uh, we're having more than 95% of our art portfolio uh, from paintings. Uh, that's why we really believe um, that art is an investment. It can be investment even if you're purchasing very small uh, art piece, but it is. And in case you need help with it, do not hesitate to contact us. I mentioned before that we're cooperating with artists who are deaf and blind, but this is not the only thing. We're as well supporting very young talents, which are as young as eight years old, and we're supporting artists who are creating sustainable art pieces. You might think, what's sustainable art piece? Sustainable art piece is actually an art piece which was created from either from sustainable material or from natural material, or it was even created from materials uh, which were used before for something else. So we believe that art should be beautiful, but it can be as well sustainable and it doesn't have to uh, have to damage our mother earth. Um, Victoria Art is constantly growing, and right now we're offering 90 artists, more than 19 art artists, uh, with more than 1,500 pieces uh, within five main categories. And uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about uh, about our art pieces a little bit later. But first, um, regarding our partnership with Rome King, uh, this is one of the 
way how we're actually promoting art and how we're promoting as well creative projects. So if you have any idea or any vision which we can help you to fulfill, let us know. Partnership with Roki is one of the is another amazing way how we can create more awareness about art and how we can bring art into everyday life. So definitely thank you, Ronki, and thank you, Don. Um, another thing is that you you would need any help with choosing the right piece for you, or you need help with um, with um, with your interior design or with art investments, uh, Victoria Art Team is here for you. And there are many ways how you can get your art piece. You can either purchase it or you can rent it or it can be directly personalized for you. Regarding the pieces which we're offering, 95% are paintings because we believe that art pieces should be investment and it can be actually even a small investment for you, but still can be great investment even for young buyers. Uh, we're offering as well drawings, photographs, mixed media, and the latest thing uh, are digital art pieces. So from today onwards, you can see a few digital artists on our website and we just keep growing the portfolio. There are multiple ways how we can work together and we can help you with your art collection, we can help you with your passion investment, we can help you to gain your special collection and actually increase the amount of art pieces in your special collection by offering you art of disabled people and as well uh, offering you 24 karat gold art pieces which we will be talking about a little bit later. And sustainable art <laughs> was becoming a booming thing for many young people who actually really want to be conscious about our earth. In the past few months, we saw that a lot of young people are so interested in art and love, love the creativity of the art pieces which we have and in general the style but couldn't afford it very much and that's why we made the decision to actually create victory art merchandise which is promoting art pieces of young talented artists and this um this mer merchandise is actually directed mainly to younger audience who cannot purchase art pieces yet or doesn't have place where to put their art pieces but still want to have something unique and something what they love with themselves every day victoria art started in 2018 just as a small platform but already in 2019 we opened our first exhibition and the same year we had a great cooperation with one of the biggest banks in the Netherlands, ABN Home. Uh, in July 2020, we opened our office, our second office in the in Rotterdam, and we made it a headquarters. So right now, Victory Art actually fully moved to the Netherlands, where is our team located? And from Netherlands, we are over doing all the operational things. And just a few days ago, actually two weeks ago, we launched our AR. So at this point, we're the only art company which is offering this kind of service for uh, art collectors or art enthusiasts or artists. So as I mentioned before, if you have iOS, 
do not hesitate to go to our website, do not hesitate to check Andrea's profile and actually see how her art pieces look in your place. Right now, we are here because of something else, and we are here because of our talented artist Andrea Ehren, and I would love to invite Andrea to join me here on the stage. Andrea, please join me. <laughs> Welcome, Andrea. Welcome. Hello, hello, guys. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hello. Good evening. Hello, Andrea. How are you doing today? I'm fine. I'm excited. I already mentioned to a couple people here that this is very new experience for me. Very exciting. I uh, literally feel like I hijacked my son's video game, but uh, at the same time, it's just uh, <laughs> you know, it's just amazing, you know, that we can we can meet like this and and just you know interact. <laughs> We're super excited to having you here actually today, and uh, I would love to share with our audience more about your work. We, uh, we are working together for over four years and we have uh, the chance to get to know each other a little bit better and create some amazing things for other people. However, I was always wondering, Andrew, what made you start Pink? What, what was the initial idea behind you becoming an artist and uh, expressing your feelings through canvas? Uh, well, the initial idea I guess started when I was a little child. Uh, I was always uh, very curious, very observant, and I uh, was lucky enough to have my parents who were both, um, as well, I mean, they weren't professional, they are not professional artists, but my mother is art teacher and my father he is an architect, and uh, they both love art. They they always had uh, tons of publications about art. My mom uh, was teaching me about colors. Um, my dad used to take me for a walks to see and observe like little forms in stones or in park. You know, when we uh, observe the leaves or the wind blowing, we see something different. We see something. Uh, what was reflection of our feelings and I guess these uh, quiet observations and also these uh, surroundings which I was um, lucky enough to have. I am feeling very privileged to have this kind of uh, environment to grow up in. Even if it wasn't ideal, this was very, very powerful for me and uh, I think that I always just wanted to paint. When I decide for sure that uh, this is what I want to do, it was around 13 and 14. My longest memory is about that time when I read a few autobiographies about uh, painters from uh, 19th century and, uh, you know, a very romantic idea what the painter is, but I still was persuaded that this is what I'm going to do because I was drawing already like my son for hours at home. And it's uh, creating and creating and creating and never stop. There was another thing that I wanted to mention. You, you're very much connected with your son. And uh, I would say on much deeper level than other parents. And you share the same passion for art. 
And I know that lately, especially since this whole pandemic and crisis has started, you are spending a lot of time as well teaching your son about, uh, about art. How do you feel about this? Do you think he's going to be as talented as you are? Uh, I think he is much better, actually. Already. He is, uh, um, well, he, he observes the movement of the person or he observes the, um, uh, the forms of life. Uh, in very early age uh, on a level that it's obviously different than uh, kids his age but also what I value very much about him and what I see is that I see a deep interest outside of the work interest he has or schedule school schedule he can draw mm -hmm. for four hours straight like he is he's so passionate about it and I very much enjoy it I don't want to kill it I'm just completely supporting mom, proud mom, who is always there for him. When he asks, when he doesn't ask, he'll like to do things by himself. So I, I rather I rather do that and just, you know, be there as his guide, mentor, if he wants to. But if he wants to create by himself something, I never stop him. I never said to him, oh, you can't draw Spider-Man. It's too commercial. I would never say that. <laughs> I mean, he loves <laughs> Spider-Man, so why not, you know? Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm there to support him. I, I love to create with him, but you know, like I think that most importantly, I see so much passion in his creation. Mm, I love it. Um, Andrejka, you as an artist, you're very special because of two things. And the first one is 24 karat gold. Can you tell people more? What do I mean by 24 karat gold? Can you explain to them? what it means for you and why and how you started because that's not what many artists are connected and associated with. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Uh, it's, it's a very personal story for me. I uh, was always experimenting with uh, gold pigments or gold dust pigments, but uh, I was very much you know, interested in you know, the old ancient technique to apply 24 gold leaves to my canvas. I didn't know anything about it and I know it's a very special technique. You have to learn the process of it and, and so on. And I also knew that the, the gold leaves are very expensive. So I didn't want to just buy some and experiment with them because, you know, that would be a waste. But I couldn't find anything online or, you know, in my artistic community. Uh, I didn't find anyone who would teach me this, this technique, this process. But because I, I guess I was just vibrating so much wishful, magical uh, dream that I really would like to would like to work with that. And one day I had a friend of a friend who invited me to uh, one of the studio of the artist who just recently passed away. And there was like literally uh, a magic. Uh, there was so much stuff that uh, he left behind and uh, his wife was selling for very small money. And one of these pieces was like a, a little box. And in that box was tons of gold and silver leaves. Plus, there was little 100-year-old um, books, which he probably also inherited from someone. Description, how, how you actually create this, or what kind of medium you use, how you fix it, and everything else. So I 
felt like something beautiful just happened and when you manifest something so strongly and it just comes to your life and that was that was beautiful so since then i work with it but i don't use only 24k gold leaf but i use still i used a gold dust sminka usually and different types i experiment a lot right now i'm starting to use uh um a liquid uh, steel and bronze, which is something very, very different what I used to do before, and I'm very curious to explore it. But I, I just love to explore. I think that more older I am, then more playful I'm getting. So that's <laughs> something what, what I love about it. I know that you are uh, very much mentoring as well other people become uh, such stunning artists as you are and I know one of other artists as well very amazing artists and your friend Sam Starling uh, was very much supported by you in order to develop herself and move forward as an artist and progress herself uh, lately I saw uh, I, I can actually say even shocking art pieces by her um, mm -hmm. I believe this is one of the most important thing as an artist to keep developing yourself that's why the top artists in the world even like musicians stood uh, on the scene or were still on the scene and were popular because they kept developing themselves and that's an amazing thing another thing which i wanted to ask you and i wanted you to to share with our audience is to think what is behind your art. What do you put on canvas? What does it mean for you actually creating those art pieces? What what does it mean what I put on canvas? Oh, well, everything, I guess. Um, I purely just, I don't hesitate if what should I, what I should or shouldn't put on canvas. These are my personal stories. You can call them stories, but you that could be dreamscapes, landscapes, or inner, inner scapes. <laughs> Uh, stories that will talk to audience to their, their own stories they they will reflect they will they will feel um, I don't expect from my audience or for my viewers to actually feel the same thing what I feel when I paint I, I don't think that that's necessary I think then when they look at my painting uh, they see brimming fierce life they see something authentic I think this is the most important uh, for me and uh, when this art uh, on any level speaks to them that could be only emotion that could be uh, you know just the, the image uh, a vision whatever they can they can actually uh, point out or just stop for a moment and, and look and don't let them go I think that's that's very important it's the best feedback for me that's the best uh, possible feedback the artist can have and someone will tell them yes I you know I bought your piece and I can just sit in front of it and meditate or look at it and look at the texture and just feel always something different I think that that's very important for me the, the authentic the authentic feelings uh, behind that and I you know I think that every artist just somehow paint themselves the artists we, we do paint ourselves so you can often feel that you know artists feel vulnerable or feel um let's say fragile when they exhibit because there is this this feeling of being almost exposed to audience like 
this is me, this is who I am, this is what I think about, this is what I feel, this is what's important to me. They say that the purest form of art is to create just to express your feelings. So I believe that you're achieving the purest form of the art. And many of your uh, of your art pieces are inspired by women and their femininity. Can you tell us more about this? I absolutely love to explore the uh, feminine archetypes or just the secrets and um, uh, the the secrets of femininity or or the feminine aspects of uh, my personality as well, but also of my very inspirative girlfriends and people I am surrounded by. I uh, also organize workshops for women sometimes. Uh, usually these are art therapy workshops, so let's say self-development workshops or workshops which we work on our creative potentials or I help them to find their way. But I would say that I strongly encourage every artist, especially women, which are so underrepresented in the world uh, in art field, uh, when they reach uh, out to me and ask for uh, advice or um, just for an opinion, uh, usually it happens often on the Instagram. I can't reply to everything, but I'm trying as you know, as I can see that someone is really working on themselves and trying to pursue their dream, then I find the time and, and respond. I believe that there is magic behind uh, every woman, uh, and of course behind every man as well, but <laughs> I think that for me, uh, it, it's my way how to explore uh, my own womanhood and as well uh, talk about it, talk about uh, relationships uh, between women, talk about uh, sisterhood, talk about archetypes. I especially drawn to Jungian psychology and also to meditative states, which I, you know, all these all these themes are somehow manifest in my work, but. Uh, Yes, as you, as you mentioned, the uh, femininity and feminine aspect is, is one of it. I um, tend, to, tend to be drawn by that. I even had an exhibition which calls All About Women, which it was my personal, my personal collection of, of the paintings which were connected to that topic. On the screen behind us, we can see a picture of uh, a lady uh, moving lady as we can say it like this and some, some canvases and uh, some colors and something on the canvases can you tell me a little bit more about what's behind all this mm -hmm. Yes, this uh, this woman who is moving, uh, it's my uh, very good friend, a beautiful soul, and a super phenomenal dancer, flamenco dancer, Jana Drdatska. She is uh, um, she is one of my close friends as well, and we one day just started to think about how we can put our passions together and. Uh, because uh, I also used to dance flamenco, I have close to this, I, you know, I feel close about connection to this music. And we created Circulo, it's a live painting performance, uh, which we did a few times, I think four times already. Uh, it's usually 20-25 minutes on the stage, it's live painting performance, like dancing, painting performance, where Jana 
is completely improvising live on the stage. Uh, only the music is certain. We know which music we uh, we would like to put on, or uh, sometimes it's a live music. I create. Uh, also, uh, there is this there is this special connection we have. Uh, we usually try to catch the flow, and once we are in, it's just it's just like something. Um, it's bigger than us, and it happens. It it goes and goes, and all of a sudden it's the end, and and we feel how 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 we work together, how how we connected with the universal powers, and it's it's truly magical. I am overusing the word magic already, but it is it is very true. It it is something what not only audience can experience as as powerful, but we as creators. We feel so strongly about it that we sometimes just cry at the end with the exhaustion and with relief and that wonderful experience we have. I see that you're even barefoot. Yeah, yeah, we both are barefoot actually. She starts with the shoes and then she, uh, when she feels like she would like to put it off, that we are barefoot, yeah, usually barefoot. They're connected with the earth and with us. What I believe is one of your most special traits as an artist is that you're helping a lot uh, other people. And since this pandemic, <laughs> a lot of things changed. And uh, as well, you started uh, being more and more focused on one another thing, uh, what is called art therapy. What does it mean? How people can join art therapy how it can help them to overcome their uh, things they're scared uh, of and and maybe even like uh, psychological issues. Well, uh, okay, where where to start? I think that I, I usually I would have more time for creating like my group workshops, the, the pandemic actually put that down uh, for me. So I only can connect with my clients online, which I don't think for art therapy that works uh, so much. I sometimes would have an exceptional session, which is like face to face. But I, yeah, I, I certainly miss live workshops with a group of people there is always a reason why the group of people would meet even there is a topic that sometimes um what rises through the workshop that at the end of the workshop it's just clear these people had to meet absolutely it was inevitable <laughs> they would meet and i uh think that our topic can actually help absolutely everyone it uh it was originally created as a psychotherapeutical um, help for for people who would find the the outlet for their creativity. But uh, for sure, art therapy can help uh, people to find their own uh, self esteem uh, to pursue uh, or to to undone the the creative blocks they feel, which is very often happening, and sometimes. You know, like when you go deeper into the meditative state, which we do always at the beginning of our art therapy workshops, and connect with yourself, that you realize that the topics and themes which you buried for years 
finally, when you lay down and you're ready to create, you're ready to do something with that, they're coming out in the way, in not always the pleasant way, you know, sometimes people cry, sometimes they feel like they have to torn up completely their painting or they they have to do something drastic or do big gestures or whatever it's necessary. Depends on the topic and depends on the team, of course. But, uh, you know, once you depersonalize that topic, that theme, and you put it on the canvas or you create the sculpture or you do a haptical experience, which is connected with other human and, you know, you just touch someone else's hand consciously, uh, thinking about how you touch the other person, you know, when we do a couple therapies, then sometimes you realize that um, when I look at the couple, I see that they, they they live together, but they don't see each other. They don't see who they who the person next to them is. or And that that is all what art therapy, but therapy in general can do. But art therapy, especially when the words are not helping, the creative expression by art, by fine art, by painting can help absolutely and totally. Usually with children, that works wonders they 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 can't express themselves and they just you know go wild to express themselves once they are painting what was the strongest uh, experience you had during this art therapist i can imagine it's very emotional for uh, every single person who joins and they might go through different stages of uh, our feelings during this whole process so do you have uh, Maybe some extra ordinary moment you experienced. Okay, well, I don't think it was the strongest. I, the strongest, I I can't really believe, even though it's it's even strong for me to to talk about it. But I would say the example how how art therapy can can help absolutely on a deeper level to recreate uh, the connection towards yourself and also to to understanding what's going on in your psyche. I had a workshop with uh, six women and the, the topic was relationships and communication in relationships and there was uh, obvious from the beginning there are two generations of women one is uh, the generation of older women uh, or middle aged around 50s and the other uh, was younger girls around 20 25 25 usually they were 25 30 let's say and uh, what happened the older ladies, or let's say middle-aged ladies, uh, experienced, mature women, they, they they were trying to solve how to deal with partners' um, humiliation or partners' uh, unfaithfulness. And the younger younger girls, especially one, was trying to solve how to deal with being a second woman in one man's life being a lover, being the one who he doesn't go to when um, it's the evening time and he goes back to his family, when there is that obviously middle-aged woman waiting for him with his family, with his, with his uh, uh, kids and so on. And so that was a problem uh, which was seen from completely different sides. And once they, we try to share this topic, once we try to open it up closely, very slowly, very gently, uh, the things, the things, the strong emotions that were coming out uh, in the paintings, but also 
in these women that were building every Friday because it was a Friday session. And afterwards, the magic again happened. I have to use the word again. <laughs> and uh, I just saw that how they understand that this, this problem doesn't have one side and they hugged each other and um, understood deeply on a human level how the other person feels, how they feel, what they can do about understanding their relationship better, what they can do to improve the relationships towards themselves, why you would like to be someone's second woman, and why you would like to tolerate someone to do this to you when this person didn't choose you. So it was it was magic again, and it was that one of these uh, uh, meetings when you see that these people are supposed to met that that was meant to be, and uh, this happens often, very often uh, in in the meetings. Um, the tears are, are dropping, and and people are just hugging each other, and they they just somehow understood better after after they they listen to others. They you know they will open their hearts a little bit. That's powerful. Thank you. Yeah, I think that many things will be solved <laughs> in our society if people started understanding each other a little bit more. And I love that your art therapy is doing that. <laughs> right now, I would love to show to people some of your stunning art pieces, Africa. Can you tell us something about this one? I know that this one as well has some 24 karat gold art, right? I see uh, behind on the screen just uh, myself painting. So maybe I have a different picture. <laughs> nice ones. Oh, night swans. Okay. Uh, well, the night swans is uh, is a personal painting, as, as many of mine. Uh, it's about me and my husband uh, talking towards each other at night, uh, just being being together, uh, being close to each other, and understand each other without words. It's uh, it's the painting which is a little bit dark because I think that we both know when we met, we felt so deeply connected that we just couldn't express why is that or, you know, like I'm being really personal right now, but it is true. And uh, so Night Swans is about that. It's about connection between man and woman, between two people loving each other deeply, understanding each other, just being, you know, accepting their darkness and their light. Another painting, which is one of the latest one, is Solitude. Mm -hmm. I know we just received it a few days ago, and uh, mm -hmm. for me, uh, it is a very interesting thing that you were so excited about blue color, and as you were mentioning before, your artist was so open to experiment, and your artist was actually open to progress herself. You switched more to pinkish color. Solitude. Hmm. Solitude is one of the paintings from my quarantine experience. <laughs> uh, my qu <laughs> quarantine collection. I think that quarantine actually uh, infected everyone in, in every possible way. 
this this painting has a lot of bronzing, a lot of a lot of structure when you when you would see it like up close. This this painting has like so much structure, it, and it speaks the structure. It, it has a power and uh, in the and dynamic of that movement uh, um, in the composition, but also it speaks about it speaks about uh, us understand what we are in this world, how we are thinking we are um, individuals, but we forget how we always are connected to the others. Sometimes we all have that moment, sometimes we have the energy which is completely down and we feel lonely or we feel this solitude feeling, we feel that nobody is around us, nobody understands, nobody knows who we are. Usually it happens and goes, sometimes it takes a while to understand it. There is you know, nothing like that, we're always connected, we're always together. And if nothing else, this pandemic proves that how we can be with each other, how we can be with, um, you know, with yourself, how you can be home with yourself, how you can be home and alone uh, in your house with your loved ones, how uh, you can be alone and happy and um, understand that what you have is actually what you're getting and also that it's enough and it always was enough. What changed the most for you as an artist since uh, since the pandemic started? What changed the most is my schedule <laughs> because <laughs> I always had uh, my son goes to goes to school every day and then I had some time in my studio where I can where I can paint myself and and just be with my thoughts. Uh, alone and, and create. Well, this pandemic, of course, created a problem of me homeschooling my son uh, since he goes to alternative school, the Wilder school. So they don't even have an online school. And that means for me, um, just, you know, pay attention to what he needs uh, to understand or what, what he needs, when he needs me. Uh, and so that, that changed a lot, uh, the schedule of my days and of my creative process. So I had to move my uh, creative hours towards the end of the day and, and that's not always easy because you don't have a, you know, you only have artificial light so you can't create the way you want to always. And I, you know, on a deeper level, on a spiritual level, I think that we were just discussing this with my husband. I think that we realize how much we're thankful for everything we have and how easy is to forget that how easy for everyone is is to forget that how we take things for granted and uh yes of course we're frustrated sometimes we feel you know anger we or you know frustration we can't see our friends and family and uh, we can't hug people we love but uh we need to understand uh that maybe maybe the problem is is actually in people Gratefulness is the key always, right? <laughs> yes. I fell in love with Unveiled Secrets. Mm -hmm. I see that you actually use your uh, very characteristic thing, uh, calligraphy in it. Can mm -hmm. you tell us more about this painting? Okay, Unveiled Secrets. So, uh, this painting is uh, also mm, painting, you know, like it's, it's really weird to talk about this. It's like. <laughs> It's like, um, 
when you talk about your art, it's like you're unveiling the secrets. So that's what I don't want to do, really. But yes, unveiled secrets are, are um, about, you know, the secrets we all have, the secrets we all carry in with, with each other. Uh, we are, you know, something was deeply written in you. And you, you know, you think that you might forgot or you think that you actually buried that memory or whatever it is, or just some characteristics of yours. And then the challenge will come or the situation will come. And usually it's very much uh, visible with the family. And then the reflection of your of your challenge or let's say an issue or a memory you had and you wanted to bury just comes out. So I think that what I was thinking while creating this piece was about that like about that blue part and you see that blue part it's like a like a shadow we all have to deal with we have to face and it's still there it's written down there and you you have to accept it and just work on yourself to to grow thank you for sharing this with us Andrika, first of all, I would love to say thank you so much for joining us tonight. I would love to say thank you to everybody who joined us uh, today. Right now, there is a room for all the questions. So if you have any questions, you can either raise hand or you can write your question in a chat. So definitely, if there's something we can answer for you, let us know right now because uh, we will be slowly saying goodbye to all of you so we're gonna uh, still wait for some questions well um the first time i actually came into victory art i was basically thrown into making merch and it was a very fun process and that's around when i actually came across your profile in your art and i just love the color combinations and how beautifully the colors um mixed together on a canvas especially the blue pieces um it's yeah, as you said maybe it's a bit overused word by now but it's very magical for me thank you so Hello. much thank you very much i appreciate that and that you know means a lot thank you very much that he loves the energy in your artworks and it's so unique and so warming and i really have to agree uh, do we have any other questions from our audience? In any case, if you have any other questions, do not hesitate to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, or Pinterest, or you can go directly to victoriaart.eu. Um, definitely do not forget to check, uh, do not forget to check um, address art pieces and address profile on our website. Thank you very much uh, for all of you to come to come today. Thank you for being part of this uh, wonderful event with the Victory Art. Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks. I love this connection. I love that uh, you take your time from your homes and from your families and came over and watch. Uh, the interaction with, with us together online in this virtual community. Thank you very much again and have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much, guys, and don't forget to join us next time. Good night, everybody.